welcome to the Honeyology Podcast. My name is Anika Lani. I'm here with my co-host and producer, the freshly cut Anthony Valdez. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) And we just would like you to listen up because now you're taking Honeyology. Welcome. Welcome. Number eight. Number eight. What's happening, Anthony? We up to number eight, yo. Yeah, we are. It's good. I feel good. Do you feel good? I feel okay. great. You know, uh, I want to tell everybody that we are now officially pretty much wherever you can get your podcast. I'm like, I'm everywhere. Yeah, I'm like 90% sure. 90% like you sure. could be on a plane and <laughs> there are no open podcast situations available, but there'll be that one. We're on it. The podcast app, yeah, <laughs> just any podcast, any podcast. No, but we're on Spotify now. Tune in, busy. We're even on TuneIn. Who uses TuneIn to Spotify? I want to know those people. I want you to tell me about them. People who listen on TuneIn, please tell me. I want to know who you are. I want to know because I just got on a TuneIn, so yeah. Spotify makes me feel good because it's like one of the few apps I actually downloaded onto my phone. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, so we're on Spotify, right? Uh, and uh, write and review us, please. That really helps. It actually does help. So when you review a podcast, particularly on Apple Podcasts, if you have that app, if you, that's how you're listening, you like it helps us in like. The if you algorithm. go beyond the stars, yeah. go beyond like hitting the stars, write an actual re- review. Yeah, and then and we do read those. It's just one, so it's not like yeah, you know, like, yeah, like we we do, and um. And we also really care about feedback. Like we want to know what we're getting right, where you find that we're off. And because this is fun and definitely we're entertaining ourselves, but we really want to entertain and inform you. So please hit us up at Honeyology Creative on Facebook and Instagram. And on Twitter, we're Ms. Honeyology. That's MZ. H O N E Y O L O G Y, the study of sweet things. And uh, I am the earn- sweetness is scientific. The sweetness of sweetness science. Sweet, sweetness sweet, is scientific. Sweetness is all scientific. <laughs> sweetness is. I don't know. What did you say? Swiss chocolate Swiss beets. You know the Katy Perry song? Swish as a swish fish or something? Swish wash? I don't know. Whatever. Smoking swishes. There's, a, there's to- so many songs. Isn't there, there's Swish Wash. Isn't there a Swish? Uh, what's the what's the uh, the Bobby Darren song? Swish Wash. I was taking a bath. Da, 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 oh my na, god! Yeah. Only you would know that <laughs> who the singer is of that. I was like Bobby Darren. He's new. Yeah, no. Yeah, <laughs> like, Remember like, the song Mac the Knife? Of know, course. Knife? Of of course, Anthony. Of course, I know the song. Not many people, particularly Beyond who the are sea, your age, can quote. The singer off rip if they're like not in a nursing home. You know what I mean? Like if we went and did like a volunteer session in the nursing home, it had to be really. They They would love you. You'd be like, "Come on, guys, let's sing Bobby Darren." <laughs> swish swish, I was taking the bath. You know, it's true though. I think they would. All yeah. the old people love me. All of them love me. So elderly out there, review us. Yeah, <laughs> review us. <laughs> They're loving me. They love me. Uh, You know, uh, yeah. So it really does help. We really want you to, you know, be part of be part of the community. You can you can email me 
ErnestKid at gmail.com if you if you feel so inclined. If you really want to. If you want to give do us I some feedback. Do I have an email? I have an email. I think you do. I don't remember what it is. <laughs> it's honeyologycreative at gmail. Is it honeyologycreative? It absolutely okay. is. Okay. No, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Mine's ErnestKid. Yeah. Gmail. Gmail, baby. We're out there. We're out there. In the G. In the G. <laughs> remember when Gmail came out? I was like... It was a thing. Everyone was like, you have to have Gmail. So you said that you got a request. Somebody else I yeah, know. Yeah, someone, someone, I was like, wow. Like Facebook, like you had to request. You had to be a part. It was like being Oh, being yeah, when, when Facebook was, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Gmail was like, you like had to be invited in. I was like, Oof. damn. I was cool. I was, you were cool. What year was that? I don't know. 19 yeah, like, something. Whatever. <laughs> 19. It was 20 something. It wasn't 19 anything. He's like 1945. That's when I had Gmail. He was like, I'm pretty sure that's right. <laughs> After the war ended. W- wasn't it when Bobby Darren came out with his first <laughs> <Yes>. single? <laughs> Post World War II. <laughs> I got my first Gmail. <laughs> I should just say, I start talking like that. Like, oh, when did you do this? Post World War II. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony's so postmodernism. <laughs> He's so postmodern. Oh my god, <laughs> so much. Uh, our drink of the episode, by the way, guys. We did a little drink. We had a little drink. It was called. Um, it was Six Points Brewery, which is actually really good. So it was what sweet action. My favorite beer. Really, that is your favorite beer. It is absolutely my favorite. It beer. was really I good. usually have it. You know, a draft. So I usually get it on tap. We had it in the can. We had we it in, in the, the can. can. And then Anthony, you know, being the perfectionist technical person that he is, said, oh, you know what? It says it tastes better in the glass. It so. said on the bottle, on, <laughs> on the, the can, can, it said put better, better. It's so meant to be went, put in the glass. So I got some glasses. He went and got us these cute little beer mugs. Mine said if, what did it say? If Okay, if so I, hold on. So this is, so this is, I need to preface this. So. My husband, uh, my husband's grandparents live in Vermont, Norwich, Norwich, Vermont. And there is this little general store called Dan and Wits. Shout out Dan and Wits. <laughs> general stores. We love them. And they're like, and they're one of the few stores in around miles and miles. And so their slogan is, if, if we don't, if we don't have it, you don't need it. And thank God the beer was in right. the glass the already. Beer was in the glass. <laughs> you don't have it, we don't need it. And that we have, yeah, we have so we have tons of memorabilia. That's like Christmas presents that our that our grandma gives us. Let me tell you something. These two were so cute. Like <laughs> they're totally like home and gardens, crate and barrel. I all love good, Crate and Barrel. You cannot that. deny the magnificence you, that Crate you, and Barrel you, is. Anthony, definitely you can't deny it. Not walking up in this crib. No. You can't deny it. Half my dishes and kitchen is green and barrel. <laughs> I, would, I would say 75%. So the other thing that's going on, you can't see. Oh, we did post a little video on Instagram, but Anthony got a fresh haircut. So he's like, oh, let's do a video. I'm like, not without my makeup. Like, that's <laughs> always my thing. You know what I mean? When I come over here and I'm not, you know... Done. And I don't do, I don't do like a big thing, but I do like put on a natural look. And (laughs) and I was like, I got to put on a natural look. Wow. That just all of like everything like you know that's the, honeyology no that's just being a woman <laughs> that's no. just like that's, like no that's being a woman that just like really <laughs> kind of like that was like oh that was perspective for me right there i was like oh <laughs> like, shit right. yeah being a woman <laughs> is hard <laughs> like, he just, well like, he's like he wants to get up on the video you know he's 
got the fancy phone, so everything is like oh HD God. and clear. <laughs> so you, you can see every zit in the mold. So you've got to cover that <laughs> stuff up. But anyway, he's got this fresh cut, like real clean, little like loop de loop in the front. And I'm like, Anthony, I'm not okay. Gonna- I did okay. Let's preface this. I did not do this on purpose. This is not done. I literally <laughs> took a shower, and my hair is just naturally wavy. So it waves. Yeah, it his does hair this- like waves in like this naturally fixed like s <laughs> loop de loop. You know what I'm saying? It's cute. So anyway, I was like, well, you're not going to put me on the video with my like face like half done and your hair wild fresh. Like absolutely not. Oh so God. anyway, now that we've got our aesthetics together. <laughs> Now that you know what we look like <laughs> on a podcast, <laughs> on a radio show. Oh, my God. So I want to tell you the story. So the other day, I go. To, I went to the grocery store. I went to Whole Foods. We have a Whole Foods nearby us. I'm very happy when that opens. <laughs> like, we love this Whole Foods. I love Whole Foods. Uh, and um, you know what? I got to. People are so annoying. I may. Okay. Okay. Hold on. I made the mistake of going on a Sunday. Mm. I don't know why. I just did because I was like, I need groceries, so I'm going to go. And so I made all the mistake. Of Brooklyn, all of downtown Brooklyn. So was in all there. of Brooklyn was there, <laughs> and people are so damn. They do not know how to shop. Like I don't know. Did did these did the other millennials that like apparently I'm not part of did not go shopping with their mother? Like <laughs> hug the aisles, people. Like you hug the motherfucking aisles. Like you when you go into a grocery store, you go into a grocery store and you and you and you kind of go to one side of the aisle so that way you leave room in the middle for other people to drive by in in your cart right they don't do that they're just like oh i gotta get my vegan bread i gotta get my vegan cardboard whole wheat it is vegan whatever 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 thing that we need to get and then like this woman is like just like her cart starts to like you know like when you leave your cart alone it sort of moves physics dictates that it move and physics and gravity move moves the cart along and i'm like are you fucking kidding so i'm just like you know i'm gonna be like i'm a bitch i'm a new yorker and i just kind of like bump the cart and she kind of like looks back at me with a face, and I was like, Mm-mm. She no, 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 no. In her feels, she was reaching for that whole wheat. Fuck no, off but- with your vegan whole wheat cardboard. <laughs> Listen, she was in her feels. She was no. like, I told Hug you the aisle. Hug when I was the young. Aisle. Listen, she was looking at that whole wheat bread, and it started making her feel all like warm and fuzzy. I told you when I was young, I used to sing this classic R and B record by Tanya Gardner, Heartbeat. And because my mother was a little crunchy granola and she only like <laughs> ate whole wheat bread, <laughs> I, I had no idea that the song was not saying heartbeat, you make me feel so weak. I was singing heartbeat, you make my feels so, you make my feels whole wheat. I was like, finally a song for me. Finally a song for those who don't get like peanut butter and <laughs> jelly when they Wait. go to school. Like, no, my mother used to make me have Wait, so, so there plum was- jam. Plum jam. Plum wow. jam and like peanut butter with the oil floating on the top. Your mother was like the OG millennial, <laughs> wasn't she? Like, I feel she, like she was. She tortured me. Wait, the peanut butter with, my... with the oil to it? Oh, oh my God. That's yeah, like an every that, organic oil peanut that butter was thing. How, that's how I went to school. She used to, she was like, oh, you want grape jelly? And she's like, I know. And she'd go and um, her partner, my stepdad, they would get plums and we'd literally make like homemade plum jam and the only thing that plum jam and grape jelly have in common is that they're purple (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) your mom made homemade plum jam 
for me to take to school. And then the peanut butter and the peanut butter with like the oil on top. Oh my God, that is Hence, like... Hence, I could not even sing an R&B record, right? I was like, heartbeat, make my feels whole week. Wait, so the song is called Heartbeat. Let's, let's, let's take a listen. <laughs> I was feeling so whole week. So the song is in heartbeat. <laughs> it makes me feel so weak. And so you're like this I little girl. I was feeling like healthy bread. So <laughs> I was feeling like good money. So you're like, your mom was OG Whole Foods. That's still oh, so OG this, Whole Foods so is, in you. And yeah. so like you're a kid. How old are you when the song was? What, the song so I was like out? seven or eight. Something like that. What year is that? I think it was like... 81. Yeah. The song so comes out. So I was like eight. So, I was like so it's eight, 1981. Like seven, yeah. And the song, Heartbeat. Yeah. And then It Makes Me Feel So Weak. You were like... I feel... It so makes me feel whole weak. It makes my feels whole weak. Oh, it makes my feels so whole weak. So I was weak. even like ahead Heartbeat. of my time with slang. It makes my feels whole weak. Man, <laughs> damn. You were ahead of the time. Yeah, so 1981. This, this woman who like really annoyed you in the aisles. Tonic, yeah. She, she just... She was channeling yeah, Tana Gardner's heartbeat. <laughs> she was like, oh my heartbeat. God. Look at that. Vegan feels whole, whole wheat, wheat bread, yeah. And I think back then, like whole wheat bread was still actually a real price, like you know, like a dollar ninety nine. Whereas now it's like ten ninety nine, four five slices. <laughs> you can make two sandwiches. <laughs> like, yes. you can take two plum. And if PB you can and afford sandwich. to put anything between the bread, <laughs> you buy it. You like, might you, just have to buy the just make toast. <laughs> Vegan whole wheat toast. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah. So that was my frustration. It was the stupid fucking grocery store, and I just like was so upset. And I was just like, hug the aisles, people. And I feel just, like you learned about that. Like Anthony, did you learn about that in school? Like in preschool, that they teach you how to like shop? Because I feel like no, my right, mom taught me how to shop. I went with my mom did shopping she, like, all the time. Gr- grade you. <laughs> Because I feel like you had to, like, pass (laughs) to eat dinner. No, like, I mean, maybe in some subversive, you know, like, you know, Stockholm Syndrome kind of thing going on. But no, I mean, just, I I went shopping with her a lot. Because I'm like, you're mad at this woman. I was so upset. I was so upset. And you had very particular directions for her, too. Like, not just, like, your, like, physics education is really paltry right now. Not just that, but also you're like, so if you move this way and get with this margin, (laughs) it's called hogging the aisle. It is. It's a term. Look it up. How did you even get a lease in this town? I I really want to (laughs) know. I don't know. I don't know how these fucking people did it, man. It's exhausting. It's exhausting with their bullshit. (laughs) I'll make you feel something. (laughs) Won't be a whole week, (laughs) though. Oh, I can't. What is? It's just healthy. Whole wheat is healthy. I feel healthy. Well, the reason why whole wheat is like it's not. It's just it's it's 
I don't think it's anything whole about it. It's just the fact that it wasn't bleached. <laughs> I don't think it's anything whole about it. <laughs> well, That's no. so cynical. <laughs> no, I just think it was un- it's unbleached, you know, flour. Right. It's unbleached flour. Why the bread gets their white color from ble- you bleach the flour. That's yeah. where you get it from. And then so a whole wheat, like And people have wheat allergies now anyway, right? They had everything. Everyone has. <laughs> everyone, a, everyone's everyone got died. everything. It they feels do. like everything is yeah. like something. Yeah, something is something is always up. Like I'll never forget. I was watching the news. Like I don't know. I wasn't really paying attention, but it was just on <laughs> in the background. All of a sudden, it was like flip flops can cause cancer. And oh I yeah, was we, like, yeah. You told me about that. Which I was like, okay, for your average fashionista, that's traumatizing. You got to like, lead in better, with, right? Like, you can't just and it, I'm like, be out know, here like flip flops cause cancer. You know, it was probably like a study on like two people, and it was like. <laughs> And it was like, who caused cancer? And I was like, oh, man. You wear hiking boots and you wear flip-flops all day. And let's just see which one gets worse. Like, oh, my I'm God. So- hiking probably causes cancer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely not trying to wear hiking boots. <laughs> well, you're safe there. <laughs> Thank you're you. You're safe there. Thanks, Boothang. Oh, my God. Anyways, uh, so um, for our main topic tonight. We're talking you're about movies. Movies. So if you remember a couple of like, <laughs> episodes. Remember. If you remember. Remember. Uh, number six, we went to the movies. We went to saw Sorry to Bother You. Crazy town movie. Oh my God. Horse people. That was such a fucking weird movie. <laughs> I did not like that. I really wanted they to. They were on the bad drugs. So actually when I went to my dinner party and I was talking to a really good friend of mine, she said the same thing. She was like, brilliant up until you got to the horses. And then right? she was like... They should not have smoked those drugs. Yeah. I don't know what that was. I feel like it might have been like, I don't know. I was like expecting him to like wake up at the end. Yeah. I mean, it just, yeah, it was bad. Anyway, so we're still a little traumatized. But guys. Yeah. So we decided to talk about movies just in general, like movies in the 21st century. Like what, what that experience is. And Anthony is big movie buff. Yo. I love oh movies. Oh my god, he's I love got going like to the every, movies. Every coupon, every <laughs> special, every promotion. He knows every theater. He knows which ones are going to be built. He knows which ones, <laughs> what year they were built back in the day. Like Anthony is no joke with it. So, well, I here worked we at are. movie theater. I That's worked right. at AMC movie theaters for a while. I was actually the last uh, thirty-five millimeter projectionist. Um, that's a movie. The last 35 millimeter projectionist. <laughs> that sounds like the most pretentious indie flick, but I feel like it would it'll, like make, it'll make money. It would just make so much like, money. Who's the guy? Kevin Smith. That's going to be his movie. It's going to be his movie. Yeah. Oh, anyways, I was. I was the last projectionist at our store, at our, at our theater. And yeah, I just, I love movies and I love going to the movies. Like to me, it's like, you know, I... I went to the movies a lot and I'm obviously I worked at a movie theater. So I, I love going to the movies. I like seeing, and now like you've got like IMAX and Dolby cinema and like 3d and you have like 4d, 4d. Yeah. And then you have 4d dumb, but whatever. But like you have, <laughs> you have like amazing, like uh, sound and, and visuals. And it's just, it's, it's awesome. And I love that because like when you go see a movie and it's like big and you get like, and I love action movies. Like I love action movies. So I like seeing, you know, the rock jump across some fucking building, which is impossible. I like seeing robots beat up other robots and monsters destroying cities. Like, I love that. I'm like, oh, yeah. I was like, like, That's let me have kind that. of the time we're living in. Monsters destroying cities. Well, yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> AKA a... AKA real estate developers. <laughs> yes. 
Yes, yes. Right? So, you know, I was like... so In 3D, guys. In 3D. So I love seeing these movies. And I love going to the movies. And recently, I mean, not recently, but there's been a lot of in the last five, I'd say five, maybe five, ten years, it's been declining. Yeah. And ticket sales have started to soar. They've been getting crazier and crazier. I mean, ticket. I mean, a ticket right now. You mean a ticket price? Ticket. A prices. ticket price here in New York yeah, alone not, is like fifteen dollars. Oh yeah. And then it's another 16, ten. Six sixteen, I think down down on down there at Court Street. Yeah, where and, you're watching it with all the babies, kids. Mm-hmm, and then about twenty five, if you go to see like a like a like a what's called premium premium large format theater. So that's that's what like, I paid to see Black Panther. Yeah, you went and saw an RPX at yeah. Regal. And it's like, but what, you know what's, okay, so this is really interesting. So RPX uses this technology called Dolby Atmos. Dolby is this famous brand that's been around for speakers. Ever. Yeah, yeah, Dolby. And they made this technology where in that theater, there are speakers everywhere. There's rows and rows of speakers up like in front of you, on the side, on, above you, and behind you. So that way a sound designer can go in and actually put certain sounds in specific in specific speakers so it makes it more immersive and it's just really high quality sound it's really great um but like tickets like that are like 25 dollars. you know you're going in and you're spending i mean so that's the thing is and so a lot of people have combated that um theaters have been starting to combat that with uh like uh, a movie pass was a big thing movie pass was ten dollars a month that you would pay, and it was unlimited movies, but it did not include 3D, Dolby Cinema, RPX, IMAX, anything like that. It only had, it was just 2D movies, whatever. Your regular theater. Regular theater. Which a little popcorn. Right. And so they they were really, really popular. I remember when they first came out, they got really, really popular about in the middle. And recently, they started hemorrhaging money. Because they were borrowing money because it wasn't sustainable <laughs> to do that. Right. And they were hemorrhaging money and now they're pretty much like And there's so much competition out there right now with well, now, even how you take in, consume movies. Well, right. Now, so people have huge screens in their homes. Right. But the thing is, but th- what's different. And so, but like, and yeah, and that was been ha- that's been happening, what, the last 10 15 years? 15 years, yeah. Screens have gotten bigger. There's home theaters. There's yeah. all these things. So that's what started the rise of premium large format was because and now you can go to a theater and you can we didn't go to a theater that's like that but there's a lot of theaters out there that have like reclining seats no, look at the look at the alamo alamo draft house which is the franchise yeah right? they have Dra- in texas they have they have one in brooklyn mm-hmm. you know which is really popular and you go you get getting your drink you, you have getting your food you get food drinks right out mm-hmm. to you it's actually very good and i love their cocktails i must say that, i went that's to, what everybody talks about i will when they tell go, their, talk cocktails. About their cocktails dude because yeah. they, they create cocktails sometimes they'll create cocktails specific to the movie and i'm like i love this this is amazing anthony's a little bougie guys but anyway anyways whatever <laughs> whatever but i'm just but like the thing is is that but like you know and then you have imax and you have dolby cinema which has got like um really beautiful color and dolby atmos like i was telling you about rpx all these different things so that's how that's what started was that they were combating these theaters were combating with you know watching movies and dvds and blu-rays and then and then recently so i'll tell you this recently this year amc did their own sort of movie pass thing where you pay twenty dollars a month but you get three movies a week in any format, which, of course, I got. I was just going to say, so you know Anthony's on it, right? Because so every week, the day. Anthony calls me and he's like, so listen, I got this thing. <laughs> Sometimes it's like $6 off, $5 off. Oh, we're going to this theater. This one has reclining seats. 
I'm like, Anthony, I'm going to be on my couch watching this Netflix movie again because I didn't get everything the first time. Well, that's, yeah. So <laughs> you bring up a good point. So the thing is, is that, so a lot of the theaters, so I, AMC finally did this. They were like, we're, we're done with movie, we're done with movie pass. We want to do our own. Because we want people to get into those bigger theaters. Right. Um, and, and movie theaters make money off concessions. So it was really interesting. So what happened was the movie theater industry was doing really, really well. And then, uh, you know, having a, a surround sound in your home. And then all of a sudden you started getting bigger, bigger screens. And people could get DVDs and Blu-rays. And it was like high quality Blu-rays and all this stuff. And everyone was like, why do I need to go movie theater? And then Streaming. Streaming, streaming happened to us yeah and let us the god of netflix <laughs> netflix the god of the united america who i make a lot of offerings to we all make a lot of offerings <laughs> make a lot of i feel offerings. like half of our podcast is mainly about netflix like, I, I i feel like netflix should hire like us we netflix, just talk about conflict have like a shrine on the hudson we probably yeah <laughs> but it was so but yeah netflix and then and Netflix got into streaming, and now they're making a lot of original content. Absolutely. Like, every time you go on, it's just, like, more and more Yeah, stuff. and now they're picking up a lot of things. In the last few years, they've been picking up a lot of uh, foreign uh, shows and things like that. Like, I was at work, and people were talking about this show that was from Argentina. And I was like, yeah. and they were like, yeah, I'm watching it. And I'm like, I'm like, isn't that the Argentinian show? And they're like, yeah. And it was like, they were obsessed with it. And I thought that was the weirdest thing. And I was like, here they're it is. They're going global. They're like, you want diversity? We got diversity. <laughs> right? Right? They're like, you can't bitch about They've us. They've got Nollywood like, movies on there. The, 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 what's traditionally described as like the Nigerian movies that you got in the barbershop. No the way, theme. they do? Yeah, they have, They yes, they have them on there. Absolutely. I've Whoa. watched, a, watched quite, because I, I do like those. <laughs> <laughs> so I do. 50, there's one called 50. I don't know if it's still on there, but it's one I've been talking about for a while. It's like the... Um, Sex in the City for Nigerian women and a <laughs> lot more funny. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a movie, not a series. But it's, you know, a Nollywood. It's a Nollywood movie. I'll have to take a look at this. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. Nollywood. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. I did not know Nollywood. that was Nollywood. You in Nigerian Hollywood wow. right there on your Netflix. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, and it's amazing because, well, then you have Netflix. You've got HBO. Amazon. You got Hulu. Hulu. Hulu was like, Hulu is owned by all the main networks. Right. And the funny thing is that they're all made on the same networks, but they have original content. That's right. One of the most famous original content shows on that is fucking Handmaid's Tale. Like, it's insane. Like, that is the most popular show. And it's by fucking Hulu. I'm going to actually start Emmy, watching Emmy them. nominated award winning. I made him won an award, but it's I know it's Emmy nominated. It's always at the Emmys. I have to start watching it. I know it's dark and crazy and dystopic and going to make me cry and rock back and forth. But I because the other thing with the streaming is that you can binge, right? All the shows are the just, binge, yep. you know, they just like drop and we've been doing that for a few years. It's like one long movie. Right. And that, and exactly. That's like how I felt about House of Cards, which, you know, now that got caught up in all kinds of scandals. So we're done there. And then Power, which I love, is down with this 20th century model of releasing an episode week to week. You have to wait. Every Sunday for oh, yeah. a new episode, well, there's which actually, makes me crazy. There's a lot. So Netflix has been kind of doing that. They've done it a few times. Where there's a few um, of I their top. They're writing in. They're, <laughs> I don't believe. Anika starting a new letter campaign. <laughs> 
It's the variety. Think, you know, I think I need to call a meeting with Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's gonna be a bad meeting. Uh, variety, the variety talk shows like uh, Chelsea Handler's show, okay, uh, David Joel McHale, yeah, David Letterman's yeah. show. They have there'll be like new episodes weekly type thing. But there's some other shows on there that are like weekly episodes as well. I have yeah. not stumbled upon those things yet, and that, yeah. like that's like in the other dimension of Netflix that I don't watch. <laughs> not that in I'm the not, Hollywood like, section. Privy, yeah, like I'm not privy to because getting back to so I love power and. One of the other things that I thought about in terms of streaming and movie theaters competing with one another is just the level of advertising that's being put into stuff. And I told you I was riding the shuttle and in, in the city and they have like the, the what they call it the body wrap for new for shows that are you know coming on in their season yeah the s shuttle between grand central and times square yeah they always do this they always do like crazy yeah body so they've been wraps. doing it for about 10 years and oh, really? yeah since 2008 and there's one for power and it's just you know all the actors it's in like the new signature red and blue and everyone's looking serious and dramatic. And it yeah, just they really... They are looking very <laughs> serious and dramatic. dramatic. They look extremely serious. <laughs> and you're just they like, did I'm going to watch. They did a ton of raps around uh, uh, Atlantic Terminal. They sure did. Like they did every, ton, Everything like, was just ev- all of power. It was like, oh my God. Ev- and it was funny because it said in the ad, it was like... It was like it was like a fourteen day free trial or something like that. But it was like power starts here. But like it was the, the this is when it starts. But like step one, binge one seasons one yeah, through so four. That, so and I was like, um, are you telling? Like, really? This is part of the so ad that, campaign. So this is what you do. But that's what people were doing, right? Because every time I finished a season, I would have to go back and watch the previous season again, just because I. Not because I didn't remember it, but just because I love the show so much. So it's really hard watching it this year where I actually got stars myself mm. as a standalone, right? Yeah. So in the media world, they call this over-the-top TV. When you just order one channel and watch it as opposed to ordering a bundle well, on the cable. Thing, well, that's the thing is the cable, cable is dying. And yeah. cable, because cable used to do where you would pay, when people still, some some people still have cable. Where you a lot pay, of people still yeah, have cable. Yeah, where you pay like a hundred dollars, you pay like what, a hundred dollars, but you get all these channels. Now it's, it's the like a la carte system. And it's like $200 and you get all these channels. You pay a hundred dollars, you're getting three channels. Right. You know what I mean? And you still have to have your other streaming you still subscriptions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you still. Now so, it's more of an a la carte kind of yeah. thing and people it's the cord cutters as it were so i have optimum and i got called one day whatever to check my bill or to do whatever is doing sure it was to check my bill that what else would i be calling for and the we <laughs> chat you don't you don't, you don't call, chat with wait, you don't call your internet company to chat <laughs> hi guys i'm here by myself procrastinating working from home how are you how you doing what you doing <laughs> so i call up optimum and they re- they had a recording and this was before mm-hmm. the show like aired this, you know, this season. And they mm-hmm. had a recording that was like, if you want stars to get back on Optimum, call your local, you know, council member or something. So, to, so stars had, was taken off Optimum. I guess the deal wasn't, you know, proper enough, wasn't enough dollars involved. Right. And um, 
it clearly was a big thing because it was on their recording <laughs> when you called up. Really? <laughs> yeah. And so um, I remember, it's like, whatever. Then I go to get stars and I call back. It's like months later. And they're like, we just like to inform you that everything is fine. Stars <laughs> is back on Optimum. But that's like how much power, you know, pun unintended, that power has. Yeah. Because people, powers... Uh, uh, stars uh, subscriptions go up when power is about to come on and then they drop. Yeah. So what they're trying to do is compete with, and I mean, I'm, I don't know how they will do this, but they're trying to compete with like a Netflix and a Hulu. And HBO. And they have HBO Go to get like more original content to like keep their, yep. you know, to keep their subscribers. But getting back to The Handmaid's Tale real quick. So... I decided, like, oh, I'm going to have to watch this. And I actually, honest to God, I really don't like Hulu as a streaming service. I, I just, Hulu. I don't like it. Like, it always messes up for me. I'm always getting with these technicalities, like, um, like technical difficulties, like, whatever. Yeah, but you're just having technical difficulties. That's not like because you don't like the service itself. I don't have uh, technical difficulties with other services. <laughs> Okay. Only I've Hulu. not had a problem. Okay. Only, he's like, he's like don't mess with me, guys. He's like, I'm Hulu, good. Hulu, I love you. I love you, Hulu. <laughs> it's fine. So, I'm fine. I love so, you. I'm fine. I'm so, fine. Two, so, so, but I was like, I am going to have to watch The Handmaid's Tale because I can binge that. Even though they're week to week, they still they have do, like yeah, a lot of... Yeah, they do of, week to week. Yeah. yeah, but they still have, they have a lot, lot of episodes. Seasons they have, out, yeah. yeah, they have a lot. No, I think it's like just one season, right? No, it's like two or three, I Okay, think. so that, so I can get that, but I can binge that. Right. The other thing, The other thing I do like about Hulu though is that when they have a good show and the network like kicks it off because it is owned by the networks Hulu just automatically Hulu picks it, picks up. it up yeah. yeah so movies guys like how do we make our choices what to do like do we base our choices on convenience or experience how do you mean what do you mean by that like what do you mean by like convenience or experience? Like, so are you it's talking convenient about, like, for me to watch Netflix and Hulu because I can kick my feet up on my couch and rewind right. because I'm losing my hearing. <laughs> right. What does our description say? As a forty-something year old mother from Brooklyn, <laughs> <laughs> or do you go to the movies? It's loud and in the movie theaters, spend though. By the way, a lot, but you also have to like buy your concessions like it's the last supper like hopefully you're gonna have like a portrait taken of you <laughs> buying all this popcorn and drinks because you've just spent the mortgage right right, <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what i'm saying and but you're like with people you're enjoying it as a community um, i don't go when people are there what are you talking about when we went to see sorry to bother you it was like it was because it was dave matthews weekend. was performing <laughs> It was because it was opening weekend of that movie. I think That's, movies uh, are going to start doing that. They're going to have to start opening opening bands. Band. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's how they're going to start I mean, competing. You know what? That's going to be how they how they start I mean, competing. I mean, it might not be a bad idea though. <laughs> it might actually not be a bad idea. You you're onto something there. You're onto something. I mean. <laughs> Look, I, I, okay, I love Netflix. I have, look, and the funny thing is, is like, I have a ginormous television in my house. I've he got, does. I've got a sound bar. I've got the full thing. I've got 4K. I've got it all. Like, I, you can watch a movie in here and it looks fucking gorgeous. I played Black Mare for you the other day. You were like, cool shit. Like, it looks clean it's really nice. and clear. Yeah. Nice and crisp. 
So I have that. I do ne- I do my Netflix. I do my Hulu, which I have no problems with. Hulu, <laughs> I love you. Heart forever. Um, and I, I have my you know, I have my HBO. He's going to review you. I'm going to review you on your app store. Uh, anyways, I, I, I like them. I like, I have that. But I still love going to the movies because I, I like big. I like going to see it in huge screen and, and, and the sound and it's like, oh, like it's... You like the fanfare too. You like, I went opening weekend because that's another no, thing. No, but I don't go normally. I never go in opening weekend. Okay. The only time I've, I've only done that for a handful of movies is because like, uh, you know, it, it ever, you know, whatever. Like it was just because like, for example, like Christopher Nolan movies. Like I love Christopher Nolan movies. And, and he does what movie? He's a director. Shut <laughs> up, my God. <laughs> Interstellar, Inception, okay, yes. The Dark Knight, yes. Batman okay. Begins, things All like that. Those crazy movies. They're not crazy movies. They're really crazy. How are they crazy? The Dark Knight? Oh my God. How crazy? What does crazy mean to you? Crazy means a lot of things to you, though. It means the. The craziest. It it means as crazy as you could get with Inception. Inception was good, but it's like, what was happening? And Dark Knight, I was like, oh my God. Well, I was oh my God for other reasons, but whatever. Anyways, I love, I, but that's. But okay, I, so anyway, those okay. films you go. For I go to those. Night, yeah. And, you know, I don't know. I just, I, I like watch. I like, wa- I like, I like consuming entertainment. I love watching movies. I like watching TV shows. And, you know, in a way, I'm excited because I feel like this is sort of bringing this competition out in original content and good original content because you can tell when something sort of flops. When you're like, when you make something and it's like, oh, this is garbage. Not you know what I mean? That's so good. And, and I think that it's sort of because movie theaters, because theaters, because Netflix stars, Hulu, all these people are competing to get these really good shows. The movie theaters creativity, have to up their game. Right. But yeah. the creativity is starting to be bigger and, 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 and better in a way. And they want to keep their stronghold. I mean, movie right. theaters are first. Yeah. The first permanent movie theater, 1905, the Nickelodeon. The Nickelodeon, which was actually, which is not Nickelodeon, the TV channel, like I was thinking. But it's because it's a nickel, because it was, they used to be five cent movie theaters. There were five cents. Oh my God. Those, I remember those Can days. You, um, <laughs> you do remember those days. <laughs> <laughs> you said it too, like oh, to bring those days back. To bring those when days I paid back. a nickel for the movie theater because you like silent movies too. I do right? love silent movies. Yes. yes so Anthony, so basically Anthony's a sci-fi personality. Like he like lived in another lifetime, like some hundred years ago, and then he's here with us now. But there's like another of him floating around in the stratosphere, like going to see nickel movies. What was it, Buster Keaton? You like Buster Keaton? Yeah. So that's what he's like. His his other self is doing that. Like this second, <laughs> going to see a Buster Keaton movie. Yeah. Yeah. Right now. Well, uh, yeah, probably most likely. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I have such weird friends. <laughs> <laughs> you do. You do. You have such a weird friend to me. I'm the weirdest. I yes, must say, I have I pro- such a weird friends. You. Yeah. He's me. like three people in one. Most likely, yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, yeah, it's I can, fine. yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's good. I like it. Uh, but yeah, like I, but I, well, the Nickelodeon, because I, Nickel from the Nickel and then Odeon yeah. because of you know, Odeon. Yeah. We've been having movies since 1905. And I, I don't know. I just, I love, I love going to the movies and I like seeing movies at home as well. Like I do, we buy our movies and I watch them again. I've watched them, you know, I love seeing, you know, I, 
I don't know. And so to me, it's like when you say convenience over experience, it's like I to me, it's always about an experience when I watch a movie. And that's why I whether a you're in your home or whether you go to a movie right. theater, like a proper movie right. theater. Okay. But because I enjoy the experience. I like seeing it on a big screen. I like seeing really good sound. I like it being loud. I like hearing every single fucking car crash in the movie. You know, I like hearing like whatever. I like hearing Tom Cruise grunting as he runs away, <laughs> whatever he does. <laughs> Do you notice he always that runs? He's always does. He does. I did not know that. He, you can't. It's not close enough to hear him grunt. But the like, Tom, you can, there's a Tom Cruise grunt, guys. It's I'm a brand. almost positive he's got a grunt. Wow. He most likely does, and it's probably copyrighted and everything. I'm sure. <laughs> it's most likely. But he's gonna sue you. It's, <laughs> <laughs> we'll wait for that letter. Uh, <laughs> Until no, then. Until then. Uh, yeah. And I and I love these. But, you know, I think we're going and this is a big problem back in the day as well. Like it's always been a big problem is that big corporations sort of take up all this space and then there's not enough room for smaller indie projects. And this is a big thing that happened with um, music. music, any kind of entertainment industry, it's always been like this. It's always been harder to break Eaten out. by the behemoth. Right. So with the movie industry, it was, you know, you had all these movie theaters and all these things. And then it, the internet sort of broke a lot of these molds where it was sort of like, you know, you had music industry was the same way, where it's like you had to go to Atlantic, you had to go to these places, and they owned... Epic, they, Universal, yeah, Epic, owns Universal everything. They owned you. Yeah. They owned you, you know? Right. You know what I mean? And now Motown, I mean, man, he owned everything. Like, yeah, he was yeah. like, he was like, you ain't going nowhere, he girl. Like, he was like, what you, what you, what you trying to go? What are you doing? What are you yeah. doing? Why are you, you doing You can go that? to the bathroom. <laughs> like, leave the door open. Uh, <laughs> like, you know Barry Gordy. I had everyone leave the door open. Come on. And that's another podcast, guys. And another suit lawsuit. <laughs> another letter in the cease and desist. Anyways, I I, I love Motown. I, I yeah. He's like Motown Heart Forever. Heart Forever <laughs> Motown. You gotta, no, I mean he doesn't love Motown. You gotta have mad respect for okay. Greg Gordy though. And so did Motown. Hold speaking podcast. speaking of Motown and we're talking about like independence and behemoths, but also did Motown branch into movies did they ever try that did i we? think so yeah i'm almost positive i mean right? what what was it i think it was um oz wasn't it i think we gotta google that was it the was it wasn't the michael jackson oz movie oz movie what the whiz the whiz <laughs> you said did you say guys anthony said the michael jackson oz movie <laughs> The Wiz. It's called The Wiz. Do you oh my know God, how many classic. versions of The Wizard of Oz there have been? But The Wiz is the best. The Wiz is the best. Michael Jackson, Diana Ross, Nipsey Motown Russell. Productions. Yes, it, it was. It was. Okay. Yes, it was. I yeah, yeah. Quincy Jones, Quincy Jones did the score. Quincy Jones did the score. So, yeah. I saw, so, so as you mentioned, The Wiz, I saw that in the movie theater. Because there were never these questions around movies. Or choices. You just, you just went, went to the movies, right? Yeah, that's what you did. But you know I, what else I saw in the movies? What? I saw this movie called Q. Q, um, there's a colon in a, like a subtitle, but... Is it with Denzel Washington? It's not. It's Richard Roundtree, who played oh, wait, Shaft no, right. in the 70s. And it's a B movie, and it's set in New York. It's on YouTube. I just watched it again. And it's really crazy. It's like a flying dragon over New York City that just plucks people off roofs and from eighty two? Yes. I saw that in the movie theater. 
And it's a crazy movie. But it's so good because you see all of... With David Carradine? Old, oh, my God. Yes, yeah. David Carradine. You see all of old New York. You know what it is? It's like a really crazy sci-fi law and order. Okay. Well, With a there's your... Man-eating, woman-eating dragon. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> and Richard Roundtree. Hold on. You're just as weird. Let's be clear here. Let's be clear. You're calling me weird. You're just as weird. I, how am I weird? They made the movie. I just went to see it. <laughs> yeah. You were like nine years old when this movie came out. I sure was. Let's, so my... Nightmares? My, nightmares for... No nightmares because it was so crazy to watch this dragon like flying over the Manhattan Bridge. Like just... <laughs> Eating people who were sunbathing on their roofs, <laughs> and then and then and it act like and it's like real New York, so they're acting like they're acting like this dragon just a regular, just a regular like order of business, you know. Dragon lived in the skyscraper. It had a little nest. What? And this I have guy, to look this up. I have to watch yeah, this. I feel like this, I have to watch and this. And so this guy, like, he's trying to get away. He's like a little petty criminal and he's trying to get away from like these uh, dudes that he hustled. Uh-huh. And he's like, I know, I'll sacrifice them to the dragon. So, so he leads them up to like the skyscrapers, like all kind of wires and all kinds of like debris everywhere. And he like totally feeds them to the dragon. And then the cops figure it out and the cops are like, help us get the dragon, petty criminal. <laughs> God. And then so they, they like, and so he's totally like, like and he's like this. Oh, you want me to help you get the dragon? <laughs> he's like, well, then you have to give me a million dollars. And they're like in the courtroom, and he's like, I need a lawyer, and I need full immunity. Now it's like it's totally law and order. <laughs> this sounds so ridiculous. I need. And you know, I must the, watch. I must watch. But you know, the dragon is supposed to be, which I'm like, this is so racist. It's supposed to be the Mayan god Quetzalcoatl. <laughs> Taking New York City sacrifices. I have to watch this. <laughs> you do have to watch it. It's this this so sounds good. sounds and so you know, awful and, it's, and scary it's like and old yellow cabs. The um, twin towers are up to the World Trade Center. You see, oh, so it's like really, God. it's to, so to go back and watch that and to see the special effects. <laughs> Of the dragon flying through the sun yeah, I'm, at high noon. It was like, wow, this is way before any kind of Dolby surround sound and <laughs> RPX. Yeah. This was like straight, what do you call it? 35 million millimeter projection. 35 millimeter projection. With yeah. cheap ass popcorn. <laughs> That's what that was. Oh my God. Look where, right. we, look where we're at now. I mean, yeah. Look where we are. Look yeah. where we are. But yeah. Cute. So that and the whiz. That like movie, movie. But I don't think Motown produced that one. <laughs> Motown passed on it. <laughs> most, most Barry was like, not quite, nah. not quite, not quite my style, not quite, not quite, something else, <laughs> not quite. But you know, but you think of something like The Wiz, right, which flopped in the movies, but because blue DVD VHS, yeah, yeah it's like it, 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 it cult, it sky yeah, right, yeah mm-hmm. skyrocketed. Yeah. You know, who doesn't love The Wiz? But I think that's interesting because The Wiz. It wasn't a. It wasn't independent. It was not independent film. It was Motown and Universal. I mean, like it was That's, huge. Yeah, absolutely. But it's interesting. Huge, good, huge budget. Right. But, but flopped in ticket sales. Right. And yeah. it's so interesting because you know nowadays I think the internet kind of um, allowed this. People thought that the internet was gonna, and it really did. The internet really broke. It broke music industry it broke the movie industry because now we have these streaming sites and now people could 
people, creatives could now uh, put out their put out their things. Like I have a song coming out soon. You know what I mean? Like uh, people could put out their things without going to a label, getting like a record deal and all these things. They could do it in their house. They could do it. They could put it out. You could get, you could see their movie, their TV, their web series. Self-promotion. They promoted themselves. Yeah, you they can got see their there's, own There's followings. fantastic web yeah. series and web films that are like yeah. totally independently produced. Um, you know, but... But this is before the, the big giants figured out what was going on right, too. Right, of course. And, but then the giants did and then the other problem was it got oversaturated. Yeah. Now you have the problem is you have to figure out how to stand out. And right. that's a whole other, that's like especially a whole, this spawned when, a whole other industry now. Right. Especially since you have these huge companies who just pay to get themselves in your face. And yeah. an indie company or indie production doesn't have that budget. So my question is how, I think we asked this like way back in the first episode with, <laughs> with music. Yeah. How do you, if you have rap body wrap advertising on a subway car yeah, for a TV show. How does a small web series or anybody compete with that? I guess you just don't compete with that. You, you just really, do what you do, right? You honestly don't. You yeah. really don't. You, yeah, I mean, you just leave that alone. A lot of it. Yeah. And like it's always been like so this. So how does people find out about you though? It's really just word of mouth. Where you mm. live and who you know and mm-hmm. who you met somehow. And flyers, like on the bulletin boards, no. like in coffee shops. No. People still do that. Yeah, nobody's fucking reading that. I am. But nobody I else is reading. <laughs> so the two of but us. But again, we're like, you know, that's a thousand years right old. Like, you know, like, <laughs> Look, that's four eyes right there. Well, that's fine. But yeah. most people aren't. Like, yeah. And that's not where you get it out. How you get it out is literally just word of mouth, just telling people about it and just blow and just... It's all about your friends, like people's Facebook pages, people's Instagrams. Those yeah. are your per- those those is what you. That's what you do. That's your that's your that's your self promotion. And then a lot of it's just a lot of self promotion. It's so hard. I think to me, I think being a musician, being an indie filmmaker, is even harder than before. I think mm-hmm. it's even harder because now it's oversaturated. Yeah, you can do it yourself, and th- I guess it's like it's harder but easier. And to me, it's like it's easier because you can get the material out that people can watch it. But then it's harder because you have to be noticed. And like it's always been, it's always a little bit of luck. Really? Yeah, absolutely. At the end of the day. You got to have some magic in there, it, guys. Honestly, it is. Yeah. And it's fucking sad because talented sad people. Sad magic. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag sad magic. Hashtag sad magic. But seriously, there's a lot of talented people out there. There's a lot of talented musicians filmmakers all these people i know i know people who are massively talented and then i see and then i go on you know my main page of spotify or apple music or whatever title or whatever you look whatever you're listening to and you see like some like dumb 20 year old idiot who's like my mama and you you can't even hear anything and it's just like and it sounds like mumble rap yeah but it's not even good like mumble rap's good but like it's not even good mumble rap mumble rap's good he's like it's it's fine but it's inferior it's not it's not good mumble it's like bad it's it's just just, mumbling it's just bad i mean you look at these things and like like look a lot of people like migos but i can't get this out of my head i'll never forget that they were i think it was the breakfast club or something like that and they were trying to rap and i they were most likely high as a fucking kite but they were like they were singing their song stir fire trying to rap and it was just like and it was like i was like dude you wrote it's your song skirt they didn't even do that they didn't even have the decency to skirt they didn't even have the decency to skirt skirt oh my god amigos we have to write in and 
I letter do... campaign. <laughs> I'm starting this letter campaign. This Migos, is my did letter you campaign. Do a freestyle with no skirt. What? Ugh. It's so just shameful. It is shameful. It is. And because well, one, but here's let me tell you where you get props, Anthony. I would never have expected you to give the Migos a chance to talk in your space. Like I would, I saw the little video clip, like the still pic of them being interviewed. And I was like, never going to watch that. Cause I can't bear to hear them talk. I'm sure they talk fine. But I, I gave them the benefit of the you doubt. You sure look, did. Look, it, you know what? You know why I was But Don- I'm disappointed in the lack of skirting. Donald Glover said that they were great. And I was like, well, I have to give them so a did, chance. So did Chris Rock. Chris Chris Rock said the same thing. Chris Rock's an asshole. <laughs> well, hang on. I met him. He's an asshole. Wait, wait. Well, hey. Okay. What? Oh, oh, oh. oh, I told him I met him. Yeah. Lawsuit. T- We're having so <laughs> many lawsuits. <laughs> Listen, this episode. Just one episode. <laughs> just one episode. So anyway, but, but, I want, but I didn't want to mention Chris Rock in terms of talking about Indie film. So I remember when an indie film was really indie. It was made by a small movie production company that was trying to get some money together and they were putting it out in two theaters, you know, that were in two fair zones, mm-hmm. right? And then the Blair Witch Project came out. Oh my God. And the that Blair broke Witch them Project. All. Yeah, the, the Blair and Witch Project. And that was Project, at the cusp of the internet. Right. Too. And, that, the, and the Blair Witch Project, it cost them $60,000 to make, but it got all this acclaim. And it was this mm-hmm. big deal because these kids made it. Yep. But that was, so the year that it was nominated or it was talked about, I don't know if it was nominated for an Oscar, but that was the year that Chris Rock hosted. And one of the things that I really loved that he said is that he talked about the Blair Witch Project and he said, this is a film and got a wall of this accolades and people talking about it everywhere. And it cost them $60,000 to make. He says, which means that there's somebody walking around with $59,000 in their pockets. <laughs> because that film looks like it only costs a thousand dollars to make. Right. Yeah. But it got this big acclaim as being independent and that killed the true independent definition. Of, of what independent, of what, yeah. yeah. In, independent you know I mean? now is very, very different than what yeah, independent used to be. Like, you still need a $5 million budget. But I want to, I want to, I want to talk, but speaking of music and, and indie artists, there's this artist. We got to make is, some happy magic now. Yeah, let's get some happy magic. It's, yeah, we've been talking about some sad magic, but I'll, let me tell you this. Any artist out there who, keep doing it. Keep doing what, you, what you're doing. If you feel confident about it, if you love what you're doing. Keep doing it. What else? You only get one life. Right. Exactly. You don't know what, we don't know what's going to happen in the next life if there is one. And I mean, you know, if you're granted, doing it, we're going to find it and talk about you granted, at the very least. Yeah. Granted, uh, we know what I'm going to be doing in the next life and just going to movie theaters, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you this keep doing it. And I, I want to talk about this one artist who, so. I mean, this is a class, a class example of a little bit of luck, but working really hard. Her name is Tosh Sultana. She's from Australia. She's this, she's a like solo artist. She plays guitar incredibly. And she's got this amazing voice. Really, really cool. And she had this video that went viral. And it was her and she was, she loops. Like she does lo- like a looping machine. But it's just her on the streets of Melbourne. And she's just jamming out. And it's incredible. And I remember watching it. It's like seven minutes long. And you just like, and it's not that great quality, but like, you're just like, holy fuck. And after that, it was about within a year. She's like, she's been blowing up. She's on her, uh, she's coming out with her first full length LP later on. By the way, LP means elongated play and EP means extended play. 
Just not fry. Anyway, okay. she's coming out with her her new that LP. That was a little tidbit. Little tidbit for you. Her LP coming out, uh, Flow State. She's on a world tour. In November, she will be here in New York at Terminal 5. Terminal in 5. November, November 17th at Terminal 5. I am going to be there. So if you all are going to be there, hit me up. Anthony's going to be there standing. They I, don't have seats. I don't think so. It's just general <laughs> They mission. don't have the reclining seats that I, the movie theaters have. I'm a little, I'm a little nervous, but... <laughs> But she's amazing. And honestly, I was just like, I have to see her. She's she's from Australia. She's not in here. She's only in New York like once. I'm going to watch her on Spotify. You can watch her on Spotify. <laughs> anyway, she is an incredible artist. I And I think that this is a perfect example. Of like, just keep doing it. Yes, luck and talent is really what it's about. That's really at the always, always at the Since core of Since time it. immemorial. Since- Exactly. So this is uh, this is uh, her one of her big singles called Jungle from a from a year or so ago called Jungle. This is Tosh Sultana. Totally jamming out to that. I really love that. Tosh Altana. Yeah, that's her song, so, Jungle. She is incredible. I'm going to go listen to the rest of that album. You, uh, it's She's an amazing artist. She, uh, this actually, that song came out in 2016. Uh, Perfect. But like she, like within the last two years, she like did this viral video. It went huge. And now she's on a world tour. And I, she's just this amazing, you know, I mean, like I'm, I'm a gay male, he's but smitten. my God, I'm he's so smitten. Like, he's like, you hear Anthony fanning out. <laughs> we are just loving this I young woman, Tasha and again, she is uh, letting you know that you should still keep making your art. Yes. Thank you for listening to episode number eight. We are out. Please find us again at Honeyology Creative on Facebook and Instagram on Twitter. 
at Ms. MZ Honeyology. Subscribe and review wherever you get your podcast. Wherever. That includes Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Thank you so much for listening to us. We love doing this. Please, please tune in again. Support us by reviewing us. That's that's what makes us keep doing it. That's what we're going to keep doing it. Tell us. Thank y'all. Peace and love.